this week, three sides of the coin. I don't know. This show sucks. Guest got moved at the last minute. Mark came up with all the topic ideas. You know what that means. Train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> This, this, is, this is a short and sweet show. We do drop some homework on you. Three Lots sides of, of the coins. Three sides of the coin award show. Give us oh, some ideas. Way, what, what do we call it? What do we call it? Like we have a Grammy. We have a Emmy. What do we call the? We, 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 call, we, it the we call it We call it. We the call it, no, we call it the twat waffle. <laughs> we call it the shocker. I think we can do better. That's up to you guys. Okay. I think you can do better. All of that. Yeah, that's a good home, early, very early homework. What would we call the award and what would the award be? And please, we're not actually sending out real awards. So it's got to be something we can send a digital file of because we're cheap bastards here. Yeah. Haven't gotten our check from Kiss in like over a year now that COVID took them mm -hmm. off the road. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. This show sucks. <laughs> this is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Sides of the Coin with our <laughs> special guest, Ed. Hey. <laughs> Quality, not quantity, brother. Doesn't get old, does it, Mark? We were so worried about Mark wanting to bail early, we sent him some candy bars. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I got, I got, where's my camera? Dips, man. <laughs> What's it say? Dips. You said, was it say dicks? Yeah. chewy chewy ones <laughs> big chewy dips <laughs> um all right so this is three sides of the coin our guest from this week has been moved to next week and just trust me when i say if if it all comes to be next week is going to be an incredible freaking show this is a guest that goes all the way back to the very beginning of kiss and they're too he's not going to ask about any catalog number shit is he <laughs> he's going to hey, ask I, about attendance show attendance i you know i thought that that was a lot of fun i've heard from people who said it was so funny it was so much fun to watch we definitely got to do them again i i think the trivia shows are a blast yeah, I, I, look at, I look at Mark. Mark, the guy who won, the guy who actually <laughs> got it right, and he's whining. <laughs> you know, go figure. I mean, you would think it would be the, us that couldn't get any questions right that'd be like, no, fuck, I'm not doing that again. And here's Mark. I got everything right. I know everything about Kiss. Boy, that wasn't fun. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite figure that one out. You know. Do we need to do like a, a deep purple trivia episode? <laughs> Look at Mark. Yes. 
it's you know what i've been home now for just a couple days just work is overwhelming i didn't even take to have a chance to shower i'm in my underwear i'm like fuck this but i'm here i'm here for you guys me and my little fucking dip bar they don't want to listen to us why do i have to do this every week because people sorry having issues issues Tommy's Tommy's finally tuning in to watch last week's episode. I thought that was, is that Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch, I never watched the episodes. Neither do I. I I never there. Oh yeah, exactly. I was there. I said it. I know what I said. Do I need to watch it again? No, no. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, passing comment from Mark, just so you guys know, he is in his boxers for this episode. First time ever. So, we have advance warned him. Be careful where that camera points. But we can't be held responsible if he forgets and gets up to go get something. And put it this way: if you think you see a, a mouse peeking over a haystack, <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark. It's not a mouse. <laughs> is, is that how Liz describes it? Is the mouse uh, coming out today? That's funny. <laughs> Do I get to see the mouse tonight? <laughs> oh God. This is what happens, people, when when guests change at the last minute and we just gotta wing it. It's either this or no show. And frankly, as much as we think these shows are gonna suck, you guys love it when we just wing it. So I vote no show. No show. No show. <laughs> so so I, I okay. Tommy, any yeah. comments you want to read? Yeah, most of them. Uh, it's interesting. This week, a lot of them are offshoots of discussions. So there's one I'm going to ask, and I'm going to ask it to both of you. Thomas Malone asked a question. What song did Peter play the beat of Strutter on his Chris Cat One album? <laughs> Who the F knows? Mark, probably. Look at the time been a wonderful walk we've been on what an hour you don't know the answer to this you don't know the answer to this blue moon over brooklyn (laughs) so there you go there's your answer is he right i'm assuming so i don't know oh i didn't know if the guy gave us the answer no i didn't see um i didn't see the uh, Mm -hmm. answer i mean and and please don't take this personally if if this comment is about you but I, for the life of me, have no idea why anybody would care about information like that. I really don't. I mean, to me personally, I, I just don't care. Mark's double-checking his answer. I, really? No, I'm not answering an email. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much Mark cares about these questions. I mean, again, no, no, offen- no, no offense to, you, to all of you who love this sort of minutia, but I just personally could care less what song had the strutter beat first of all you'd have to go well what i'd have to go well what the hell is the strutter beat well but is he talking about the flam the drum dum dum is he talking about that yeah those are flams at the intro okay it's a flam man it's just standard four four time peter chris not to take any way of his drumming i because i loved it in the first few records but he's not keith moon you know, no, no that never has my... been. But I want to clarify. I want to clarify the point. I'm not. I don't want to speak for you, but 
from a trivia standpoint, it's not that it's not interesting. I just don't have the capability to retain that kind of information. That, you know, exactly. I think that's a better way to phrase it. I mean, yeah. you know, I sit here and, you know, my brain can only hold so much information. And mm -hmm. knowing what song Peter Chris on his Cat One album played, the Strutter beat, is information I do not need to store in my brain. But there's it's a great purpose. question because there's going to be a discussion about it. And some you know what, what I mean by that is 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 guys is, is a drummer. It's it's not like you're you know uh, the the difference between Detroit Rock City and Smoke on the Water is obvious, but the four four time in one song versus four four time over another as a drummer means nothing. You can it's four four time. It's yeah, how well Mark, you keep it. Wait a minute though, you're already going into the weeds. So in all fairness to Thomas, he's asking it from a fan's perspective, not a drummer's perspective. My, my probably... point is, is if, you're not, if you're a non-drummer and I stripped the music away and I put 4-4 four, four time of rock and roll night versus 4-4 four, four time of strutter, it's the same thing. I understand that, but many folks who don't play drums don't understand that but my point I'll, is, I'll, is I'll, I'll raise my hand and go i have no idea what four four time is it's a standard four four time <laughs> <laughs> you you stumped him you cornered him <laughs> you can't answer a question with the question yes, itself well then then two four is and, and i'll put it this way you familiar with uh, the song take five is that five sixteenths? Oh my god! <laughs> You'll know when you hear it how different it is. Like two four. Oh, I I, I don't doubt that. It's just th those are terms that, and, and that's only because I'm not a musician and I've never played drums. I don't know. I just don't know. And and that's also part of well, that's why I, I don't have any need to know it. that. Look, I have total respect for the question. I was trying to strip it down. In its easiest, most understandable way, take away the music well, in a 4-4 beat is a 4-4 beat, where if you stripped out the drums and bass, Smoke on the Water would sound totally different from Detroit Rock City. And well, the could chords you, are different. Well, well, could you perhaps maybe give us an analogy with crab? That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alaskan king crab are huge. Okay. And then, then just the regular snow crab <laughs> we, can we can we get back to come on i i'm already you, like you threw him off today. with the crab the oh, analogy no. there because he's like going yeah it would be really good right now it four, is four, uh, four, four is a four four crab better than a two four crab right? but i'm too far away from cooters so i can't do that are we or done stop at costco on the way home get some king crab legs all right are we, are we all, all you all you can eat crab if you strip that away what do you have no crabs. No crabs. It'll just be shells. <laughs> well, that's what it'll be when Mark is done anyway, if it's 4-4 four, four crab. Nothing but shells. See, if you buy this deluxe one, you get the 45 with it, which comes with uh, Maybe I'm a Leo, and it's got the, uh, it's oh also God. got the live encore of Lucille, which did not appear on Made in Japan. 
Mark oh, is just taking this into a whole different now? show. I any we're doing any the more comments purple. there, Ed? No, most of them are just banter between people. That everyone enjoys. People loved it. You know, they really enjoy. They enjoy when we do these trivia things. So we're going to have to do it again. Yeah, we're going to have to do some more. Yes, by all means. And Mark, the next one is going to be a drinking trivia game. Yes. You know, I have not been. It's funny because last week was my 30th wedding anniversary. I have not been drunk since my uh, bachelor party. Well, we'll fix that in our next trivia game. 30 years ago. Actually, the truth is, if the trivia game, drinking game is you got to take a shot if you get it wrong, Mark probably won't be drunk. No. Because you got them yeah. all right. Yeah. The other three of us will be plastered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a chance we take. So yep. Ace is playing with Alice Cooper this summer. Did you guys see the date? Yes. Uh, so so my fir first question about that, is this for, I don't know, lack, for discussion purposes, is this the first time Ace Fraley as a solo artist has had a significant <sighs> tour opening for another major artist? He, I know, I know when he first came out, he did some spot dates with Maiden. Iron Maiden. But was it a full tour? Was it a full leg? I don't think it was a full leg with Iron Maiden. I thought it was no, more of here. I, I, I want to say I saw Ace with Maiden here in Detroit. I think. When he was supposed to open That was such house. a blur. I mean, back then it was like, fuck, I was going to a gig, a couple gigs a week back then. You were getting meat thrown at you weekly. Yeah. Making out yeah. with chicks in the front row. Making out with chicks, eating meat from the stage. I was just about to say I was going to tell you the Ted Nugent story, but I already shared that one with you. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. But uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Remember that we have a, we have a meme for that. <laughs> but but I mean th this is this is great that 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 Ace is the support act for Alice Cooper for it looks like what is it? I didn't count 20, 30 dates. Yeah, probably this fall. I'm going to end up going to Florida for those dates, or at least maybe one or two of them. I mean, so that's that. That's amazing. That's great. But it just had me thinking. It's like I don't know if Ace Ace, for the most part, on his touring has always been quote the headliner that I can remember. Hey, hey really quick, right before I uh, ran down here to the basement, I did see some people were posting that or at least i saw some chatter that david lee roth is no longer listed on the kiss dates and um i, I and guys this is just me talking i've spoke to no one about it i don't think the kiss fall dates i don't i haven't heard anything about them going on i don't think they're going to happen i'm I my, my, I my if i was a betting person i would say there will be no fall dates for kiss except for the cruise and australia australia yes because i don't know if any well anybody you guys out in the audience here um i've been getting a ton of kiss cruise email i mean they're pumped about it they're a matter of fact we got if you're on the kiss cruise you got two emails today um about events happening on the ship which is very routine <laughs> on a normal kiss cruise so 
they're they're pumping away uh, with information and uh, I mean just, just I mean just so everybody knows like the big stadium tour with Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Joan Jett and Poison I think it was has oh, don't look at me and <laughs> pushed back to next year. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see the show in Kentucky though? I didn't. Two or three or four day thing. Metallica is playing two nights. Well, yes, there's 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 a number of festivals. That must be a big festival show. Yes, they're in September. And and see, to me, I think that's what you're going. You're going to see festivals in the U.S. happen, and you're going to see smaller bands that do short runs fly in fly out types of dates did you see the the dates announced today just throughout florida fuck man there's tons of shows coming to oh yeah 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 but but what i guess what i'm saying is full-blown u.s tours are not really happening yet meaning like kiss touring every state in the u.s or other bands doing that no but i did notice like buck cherry looks like they got a norm I, i'm gonna go um faster pussycat just announced uh but, but those uh, are the bands that, that yes bands of that caliber a step down no 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 i get it down, but, those but are happening least, yes at least now the clubs are starting to yep. open up leader Ford just announced it correct tour. that that's that michael that was my point yep. that yeah. at least we're starting to see clubs clubs are opening up small theaters are opening up um even though arenas and venues of that size are opening up for sporting that's again logistically very different than kiss sitting here and and taking their full tour getting it ramped up getting all the semis getting the crew together and going state to state to state because you can't do that right now. All states have to be on the same page. Everybody's got to be on, and not just states, but counties and cities have to all be on the same page. I don't think you're seeing that until next year. So, well, and, so and, you know, to, to, to that point, that Metallica and Judas Priest thing, those are one-off festivals. Like, Tommy, you've got the festivals that are going to be happening up in the, in the Minnesota area already. Yep, well. yeah. yep. Country those Fest next happening. month. And then also too, they they just reconfigured and announced um, Andy's band, Black Veil Brides, is going yep, on tour with, tour with Randy's band in this moment. So, you know, Randy Wetzel, who's a guitar player in this moment, and then our friend Andy uh, from Black Veil Brides. Both of those guys are huge Kiss fans. You should get out and see that. Those two will go really well together. Black Veil Brides in this moment, and that starts in September. Yeah. So, and of course, Buck Cherry and Billy Rowe. He's a friend of the show. Again, back back to the original comment. If I was, and again, I'm like Mark. I have no inside info other than what I read and follow in the music industry. I would bet that the Kiss tour is not happening in the U.S. this year. Here's the thing that kind of I just thought was weird, Michael. The email that I saw was from Ticketmaster wasn't it wasn't just fans talking it said david lee roth is no longer on the bill but we'll still see you august whatever well sure i mean and and keep in mind i just thought it weird that's well it it all comes down to they don't want to cancel the shows the second they cancel that show you get your money back they've got to give everybody their money back the longer they can sit here and go well we'll still see you and then the next email you get was like, oh, well, we've had to push this back to 2022. 
they can sit on your money mm-hmm. still. So Fuck, that when is- did uh, when did Ross get into promotions? See, do I? <laughs> Speaking of that, for any of you that have not watched Hitler Reacts to the Magic Book, <laughs> you have to just look it up on YouTube. Hitler Reacts to the Magic Book. It is the funniest five minutes, minutes I've seen all year. If you've been following this drama for over six years. Started here, it. really, in, in, big, in a lot of ways. It's all started yeah. here. Actually, God, somebody was... dug up something where, where Ross did an interview like in 2000 three i think saying it'd be Ta- ta- talking about the book that he was already planning the book and putting it together be out by summer of 2005 look i've been planning a a a, a, a threesome with fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> since i was like 15 with uh... doesn't mean it's happening <laughs> exactly and actually, yours might yours will happen before. I was going to say, Mark, yours is much more likely to happen. I'll donate to that cause before the book. When one of the three of them is dead. <laughs> Does Liz know you've been planning this for so long? <laughs> She's not even involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, let's go back. Let's go back to um, Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley. Go, yes. If if they're come, if they're coming to your area, go check them out. I mean, sadly, they're not coming to the West Coast at least yet. Um, but that was really, to me, that was really cool to see Ace get on a tour like that. I mean, what a perfect match! It really is, Alice Cooper, because the fan base is is going to be very similar. Hey, a big shout out to Ryan and and Phil and 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 those guys. You know, um, yeah, uh, you know the, the those guys are going to get to go get to go out and play. So you know, and 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 being that you mentioned that David Lee Roth isn't on the Kiss tour potentially, which which sucks because trust me, when I saw him open, I thought it was it was a great match. Um, wouldn't it be cool if Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley went out opening for Kiss? <sighs> that would be a lineup. Right. Nah, but just, we also I talked about, see. you know, Ace Fraley doing uh, a set in Bruce Kulick. That would be fantastic. Started earlier in the evening, you know, and each one of them can play a 90 minute set and then the Kiss show. Oh, 90 minute set each? No, I wouldn't work. No. No, they they get thirty minutes, if that. Yep, and and speaking of Ace and the end of the road tour, wasn't it Doc in an interview recently said that he expects to see Ace out on the road, end of the road? I thought it was conspicuous. Uh, you you know, no one no one says anything about Peter. Um, you know, shocking. Well, I, look, I don't, I don't, because I would certainly love to see the two of them out. At, some point i still i still i still think the two of them are going to show up at wherever and whenever the last series of shows are sure sure i can't i can't see them not put it this way all all hard feelings aside i think deep down inside peter and ace want to you know even when i read what ace says you know oh, if the money's right but look man as soon as it, they absolutely positively know this is the last show. They're going to want to be there. Sure. And, and, and honestly, I would 
think Gene and Paul, if the possibility still exists, would like to end it with the original four. Just makes sense. Yeah. Plus, it, it, it would be better for a pay-per-view or for a release it, or whatever. That, that's exactly it. For no other reason than there's going to be a giant pay-per-view that sure. will then be sold as a DVD, that will then become a live album, and, you know, that will sell much better if if Ace and Peter are on it. Now, are they on it for just one song? Are they on it for the encores? Are they the whole show? Who knows? Who knows? Way too early to speculate on that. I mean, we've talked about that many times in the past. I do think it will happen. Vinny? No. I, I tell you what, though, um, especially for KISS, um, they're going to have to get their, their stage legs going. And even, you know, they haven't done this for a while. This is a long break. Though. Well, that, 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 that's an interesting thing you were, you're bringing up. It's like all of these bands have been off the road for a year. Or longer. And, and, or longer. And it's not just, you know, major tour. I mean, it's literally been no plane. It's not like they couldn't go somewhere and just jump on stage and, and jam with somebody. There's just been no playing for over a year. And you're right, Mark. I mean, what's it? I mean, I, I'm not a musician. What's it take to get oh, your stage a, legs a, back an, for something like that? It's it's an MFR. I mean, I'm just telling you, I did uh, I did one gig in 2020, and it it kicked my ass. And you know, two full sets, you know, two hours, and I'm just you know, I'm just a you know city you know playing guy i i couldn't even imagine what it's like to not only have to do that night after night but to wear the costumes and the trappings and all yep. that stuff Every, the whole ordeal <clears throat> of, of getting that show on the road and the logistics i'm gonna tell you is it would be tough just because i'm gonna throw an age out there but you know someone like say aerosmith goes back out you know joey kramer's you know kissing 70 if not you know um and then you know erickson is uh early 60s but still you know eric's got to contend with uh the makeup and the riser and the, you know all the the show and all that night after night grind it's no different than being a professional athlete you know what i mean the, yep you can't jump in at the super bowl <laughs> right know? and that's literally what they're telling these guys to do you're going to have to jump in i again you know from from charlie watts to and i'm just using bands that i know are you know so, still have people's money i'm one of them meaning you know the rolling stones they still have my money um I, why i haven't even you know it's funny in the industry michael and, and tommy have you guys even heard the stones even mentioned about going out on tour Nope, mm -hmm. nothing. Whereas everybody else, there's like a buzz, like with Metallica and Judas Priest and Alice Cooper. Yeah. Even two months ago, you've seen, you know, chatter online about it. Stones has been fucking complete blackout. Because well, like you said, they're sitting on millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yep. Well, and maybe some of it too, to your point about ramping back up, Kiss might have to start doing some of those B for lack of a better term, B markets, because everyone understands what I mean by that. And play some of these smaller places to 
you know. Well, to some extent, the Australian tour, not that those are small venues, but it's a, it's a very limited run of dates. That's a good way to start getting their stage legs back yeah. is, you know, a, a short run in area that's not, you know, it's not the U.S., so it's not going to be as much under the microscope as if they were launching a major U.S. tour. Um, and, and see where it goes from there. I mean, it, it, it will just be very interesting to see how the performances and what happens on the cruise. I mean, that's, I, kind of I the first, that's going to be the first real test of, are they a little rusty? And there's no faulting them if they're a little rusty. You, you got to expect that. Now, they've also, KISS announced they're doing a show at the Tribeca Film Festival in June, I think it is. But I don't think it's a full show. It's I, not. I don't. A couple probably of songs, not. maybe? I would guess four or five songs, yeah. maybe. Half a dozen? It's, it's to promote the uh, A&E maybe. documentary that's coming out at the, around the same time. But, you know, those are little things that help them get their, get the edge back. I agree. Are we boring you, Mark? I'm just tired, man. <laughs> I'm going it's through it. a list of topics here that Mark gave me. So we did Ace and Alice Cooper, Kiss at Tribeca, Tommy at, oh, no, we didn't <laughs> talk about that one. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, funny story. Sunday, my first day back, I, I go for a bike ride. I come back. And I'm like, oh, fuck, hockey's on. So I flip the fucking hockey game on watching the game and I, whatever I was answering email whatever hockey and I'm like fuck like Gene and Eric and I'm like oh you know games in Vegas so I, I test that text there he's like yeah I'm here with Gene and uh and uh and Brent uh Fitz, Brent Fitz. they all went to the game together. yeah they all went to the game I know Brent's a big hockey fan it, it, it was in Vegas they went to the Golden Knights Vegas yes. hockey game and Gene and Eric, mainly Gene, was doing all of his, I don't know, he was cranking the some siren to get the, the people revved up. And But I, I tell you what, I thought that was, uh, you know, pretty cool to, to get out in public and, and you know, um, get out in the mix. I think that's uh, very important. Not to, and I'm, I'm taking the kiss part of it out of it, but it's, it's nice to see something normal. Um, I was just, just going to say, I've, I, I bet we will start not just with kiss. We'll start seeing more and more bands starting to do that, that even though they may not be able to launch their full tours, they can get out and start making appearances. Now they can start showing up places, uh, you well, know, these musicians was, that they've got to be just craving to get out of the house and get out and do something. I went to the um, record release party for a rising force uh, on Saturday night. Um, great new rock band, Lenny's band. Um, it was great. It, where was it? Had, it was at Bogarts in Apple Valley, okay. which is a great venue. And um, they still had socially distanced tables and things like that, but it was so great to be around people out having fun, listening to music, having some drinks, talking, interacting. And we drove by one of the 
place. I didn't want to say it's like Wild Bills or something like a kind of a sports bar. And the outdoor patio, there were people sitting out there having conversations and eating. It just was. It was like it just felt normal for the first time in a very long time. Well, yeah. And, when, when I was in Florida, it was full full bore on normal man. The bars were packed, and we had a ball. And it was pretty nice coming from like here in Michigan, where it was a lot more locked down. It was nice. Literally, Florida was normal. Yeah, um, everywhere we went, and it was uh, it was an awesome time. So I was really. It's just great really, to see really, people out smiling and having. Fun. You know how many people said that to one another. It's so nice to see smiles. I, but we said that a hundred times. Um, it was just really, really cool. Well, they, you're smiling just because you had crab. It has nothing to do with getting out. <laughs> I did really good with my stocks for that. <laughs> I've sold them off now. You know, and I, I went back to something different. But when he goes down there, I'll buy more. <laughs> there you go. You know. Hey, you know something we've talked about internally, um, all of us, and something. Uh, this is this is all right. If you've been like half asleep out there in uh, in three sides land, going really all right. This is mildly entertaining, but now we need your help. The three of us have wanted to do an award show. Four of us. We, Count four Lisa. Of us. Sorry, Lisa. Mike made me say that. <laughs> i'm, I'm watching out for about, lisa so the four of us have been talking about doing an award show um we need topics though i mean some of them are real easy like your favorite guest best episode worst episode um but we want you guys in today's homework to give us some ideas and, and we're not kidding we want to do a regular like Awards, I'd like to have like maybe 10 to 15 categories. That sound right to you too? Yeah, and one of them definitely has to be best Mark fanboy moment. Well, <laughs> but but here, I, I, I'd like to add up front, it doesn't have to be award categories that are all about three sides. You know, we're not doing this just to stroke our own egos correct, like correct, some people correct. think we are. We want so, best record, best tour, but you know what I mean? Stuff but like but that. other thing, you know, like what I would love to do is is, you know, like a, a, a yearly kiss Hall of Fame fan. Like, is there a fan that has done so much in the last year? And I don't care what it is in Facebook or wherever. We got to go with Kenny fucking Bagley on that. He's, he, well, he's, I mean, that that's, a you know, let's let's look at it this way. Think of what Bill Starkey did back in the 70s to start the Kiss Army. <laughs> Are there other fans over the course of the decades that should get some recognition for what they've done? You know, whether it's they launched a fanzine or they launched kiss expos or kiss live auctions or or whatever it is really get creative and think outside of the box of like what are other things that we can recognize and honor as fans and it's not again it's not just it, it will include your favorite three sides episode three sides guest but i don't Personally, I don't want it to all be just about us and awards for what we've done. I want, you know, listen, if you guys think we should have a best kiss podcast, great. I don't care. 
frankly, if you want that category, I would say we'll do it and we'll remove ourselves from it. So yeah. there's no influence from us. If, yeah. You know, best kiss website, best kiss cesspool. I don't care. <laughs> best kiss book that never came out. I don't care. <laughs> oh, and all seriously, you know, we've been talking about this for actually for a couple of years, but, but we want to make it special and more important. Like I, the thing that Michael just said is something we've said internally. We want it to be about you guys. We want you guys to be a big part of it. It's your show. I mean, us four knuckleheads get together each week and blather on and you tune in. Don't, it's not about us. Um, what category, that's how come I start out. What categories do you guys want? Some of them are obvious. Some of them, like Mike just said, maybe aren't obvious, but you got a creative spin on it. So throw it our way and we'll make it into a category. And then, you know, we could, uh, you know, have some fun with it and then uh, tally up the votes and, you know, do that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I I think it would be a lot of fun to do something like this. So you guys get creative. And again, some of them are pretty obvious, you know, your favorite tour. And we're those are the things that the four of us will come up with. I think the obvious ones, I think what Michael's asking is you guys to think outside the box. Because the obvious ones, you know, favorite song, worst song. Fa favorite yeah, record, favorite Kiss you know. album, favorite Kiss single, yeah. favorite tour. Yeah. Those, those favorite are video. obvious and those, those, are, those are easy to go to. And, and, and frankly, I mean, that's great for this year's awards. But if I'm thinking ahead to, okay, we are able to do this a second year. Well, you can't kind of do your favorite tour next year when there you know nothing's changed favorite album nothing's changed favorite single nothing's changed so you know keep that in mind you know are there other things that we can do and you know us we love to laugh at ourselves and laugh at the kiss army and kiss fans so please if you wanted to suggest something that you think is like well it's kind of a corny and funny suggest it one of the things I'm hoping you guys will will do is I love play, you know, word plays, plays on words. I would love like one of the categories being like I spit my chocolate milk all over the screen. Funniest moment on the show, you know, something yeah. like that. Or, or best, I, best five Kleenex episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you Which know, episode Lisa at the absolute hottest. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the best librarian moment on three sides, <laughs> you know, Please, you know, we're really sitting here. We're giving you ideas, but we're not asking you to constrain yourselves to these ideas. Go completely crazy here. Get very creative here. Go, go. I mean, I, I, I think back to, you know, when I launched the Girls of Kiss on my Kiss Otaku website decades ago. And I was like, well, I want to feature the female Kiss fans. And I wanted that girls of kiss because it's sort of like playboys, girls of whatever. And I came up with those silly questions. I mean, I think one of the questions was like, if you were in a hot tub, which member would you want to be in a hot tub with? I remember that, you know, crazy, just fun personality type questions. So think of that when you're coming up with these categories. 
again, it's not about us. We really, I mean, at least for me, I really want to use this as an opportunity to, to put the spotlight on other fans who've done great things, podcasts that have done great things, websites that have done great things, whatever it might be. You get, That's your homework for this week. So we're doing it in the middle of the show today. Well, it's kind of the end of the show because Mark, oh, also, told, Mark, Mark also told us he only wants one hour today. So we're, we're coming up on one hour. Look at Mark. Yes. Yes. It's like 80. I want to go for a bike ride. And then uh, Tampa Bay is playing tonight, which is the, they're going all the way to the cup, I hope. So I want to go get my ride in and then get back. I have to eat dinner and I'm going to watch hockey and then I'll be one happy camper. So and Mark, Mark's going to go think about that threesome he's been planning for his. Oh, no, hold on. That was that. Well, you said something. The, the joke. Okay. To hear it was like Ross has been talking about since, since 2002 or whatever. Well, I've been thinking about the whole Cheryl Teague's Pam Anderson or not, or whatever, what's her name? Uh, Lonnie Anderson uh, since like 1977. That, 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 that's who your threesome is, Cheryl Teague's and Lonnie Anderson. No, no, back then. I was, I was just throwing out back in like. No, 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 know. that's fine. I just wanted, uh, you know, Cheryl. It's funny. You know, a lot of our young listeners go, Cheryl who? go here's here's an idea oh, go to find the cheryl teagues posters exactly. people i would have guessed and... would be b arthur but... <laughs> i thought mark would be like spongebob and somebody else yeah Seafood. no but seriously cheryl teagues i mean you think back to the 70s Sports and everybody talks about the farrah fawcett poster that cheryl teagues poster was right on my wall next to farrah fawcett no doubt. And that was at least a fifth. That was a, that was a box of clinics. Uh, yes. Um, they re- let's put it this way. Sh- the Cheryl Teague's poster, they figured out what was great in the Farrah Fawcett poster and enhanced all of that in the Cheryl Teague poster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going and, to, in the Heather Thomas the first, poster. Do you, re- do you remember the first time we all saw her was in like these uh, sports illustrated. She was wearing that white fishnet thing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was good material yes it was especially <laughs> your back then you're like um i don't know what this is but this is really great <laughs> this is this is good because keep in mind there was no internet there was no cable tv you were you know you were lucky if you had a playboy in your house and you hid that so when all of a sudden somebody's like here put this poster on your wall you're like really <laughs> swing <laughs> mark so mark is lonnie anderson from no, wkrp not, not now i'd have to give some now i'd have to give some thought to but uh i i will tell you i i had kiss posters all over my wall but the back of my door i had cheryl teagues actually i you know what i did the trifecta on that because i had cheryl teagues i had lonnie anderson and i remember i did get remember the suzanne summers one except it was a one piece Bathing suit, but I had that one on the back of my door as well. But they did I, at different times. I remember I had to take one of them down. My 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 bedroom walls were all rock posters, whether it was probably 80% kiss, and the rest of it was some cheap tricks, some sticks, some ELO. Um, and then one Cheryl Teague's poster and one Farrah Fawcett poster. Mine was originally all kiss. And then you guys remember the peaches, those big, huge posters they got? Yep. Um, I ended up, matter of fact, it's this one. I had the double live gonzo um, 
one and that took up almost a whole wall and then the rest of my room was kiss i had a but giant I had, I had a giant molly hatchet beating the odds poster still got it God, somewhere in storage it's like song. five feet by five feet by the way speaking this is just kind of cool if anybody knows the record this this was the version they could play on the radio this is a because it took all the swearing off. <laughs> what's the catalog number on that oh boy i hate catalog numbers tommy the spine can you read the spine who who who'd you have on your wall um, mostly Kiss posters and uh, Debbie Harry. Nice, waiting. Mark, where 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 the audio go? I've just lost your audio, guys. Hold on, what happened here? Everybody froze. Everybody froze. What's going on? <laughs> there we go. Everybody froze up for a second. Oh. Yeah, I Debbie Harry posters. I, she's she's a goddess. You didn't have like Gabe Kaplan. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. I didn't even have Scott Bayo. <laughs> no, Debbie Harry all the way. I never had like the Farrah Fawcett poster or any of that. Really? I was never. Don't get me wrong. Farrah Fawcett totally hot, but I was that was not my. I was more of a Jacqueline Smith guy out of that trio. You no, couldn't go wrong with the poster, though. That poster of Farrah. Oh, super hot. Super hot. Oh, I mean, you know, you think back to the, for me at least, I think back to the 70s, Kiss and Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, can we uh, get out of here? Do we got to go yeah. let Mark go feed himself and think about Mike his Wright, threesome dreams? Arthur and Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> I, I will tell you i i that is one actress b arthur i never liked maude i know i was i couldn't stand maude oh i i want to just tell you a really quick funny story because i just shared this with somebody the other day i don't know how b arthur ever came up and i said i just remember as a little kid because like we didn't watch maude or anything like that but i remember being like 10 years old and i remember somehow that show came on tv it was obviously long before there was cable or whatever. And I remember like the, the, the character that was her husband. Yeah. And I remember just being taken aback that a man would be talked to like that because it, I don't care if you call this sexist or not, I don't give a fuck, but you know, my father, my uncles, even the, even people on TV, I'd never seen a, a man cower like that. And I just remember like, who the, fuck is that you know I mean? it just struck i mean as a kid it struck me i get it now but i'm like i remember going huh what the fuck is that all about but hey, it's a generational just, thing yeah i guess man uh, <laughs> something like me a cold day in hell for someone to talk to me like that oh liz doesn't <laughs> talk to you that way all right i lost your audio again guys i think it's time to wrap I don't feel like dealing with bad internet here. All right, hold on. What's going on? It's having issues. God damn internet. All right. So I'm I'm done because I don't want to deal with the internet. All right, Mark 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 gave you your homework. All about Three Sides Award show. Give us some suggestions, please. 
we're serious. We we want to we want to do this. Um, we've got some cool shows lined up. We got guests that I talked about. We've also got. Boy, is everybody frozen again? You are. No, okay. we're not. Yeah. Well, we've also got a Sean Delaney interview that we're going to be airing in a few weeks. It's going to be pretty freaking cool. Um, all right. That's it. You're watching us on YouTube. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on iTunes. And uh, that's it. We'll see everybody next week. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.